Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we are picking up and continuing with Masech Des Brachos, Perak Bey's Mishnah Ches, and then moving on to Perak Gimel Mishnah Aleph. Perak Bey's Mishnah Ches picks up where we left off a few Mishnahites ago talking about a chassan being putter from Krishma. If you remember then, the chassan's putter from Krishma, but Rebbe Gamliel elected and volunteered to still say Krishma because he said, how could I not be Makabo Omachla Shemayim? How could I not accept the yoke of heaven? Mishnah Ches says, in fact, he wasn't just making this up. It wasn't just a chumrah that he pulled out of his hat, but it's actually a Mishnah. Chassan, imratza likros Krishma, laila harishon koreh. A chassan, if he decides he wants to repeat Krishma in the, in the meaning, Although he is technically potter, if he wants to, and he elects to say Krishna, he can read. However, Bishimim ben Gamliel is a little concerned. And he says, Bishimim ben Gamliel, Omer, lo kol litos Hashem yito. Says Bishimim ben Gamliel, we have to be concerned about the concept of yuhara, of arrogance. That sometimes when one does a chumrah, when one takes on a stringency, they're doing it out of the, out of the desire to connect to Hashem. They're doing it out of the desire because they have a chavivos, a love for Torah and mitzvos. And sometimes one has to be concerned, what is the motivation? Perhaps not a chavivas of mitzvot, but rather they want to look good. They want people to, people to look at them and say, oh, look at that Talmud Chacham, look at that person who is extra pious. So therefore, it's not for everyone to take on every single chumrah. Rosh Gamliel is very concerned for Yehura. And if someone is not a huchzik chacham, someone's not known to be a well-regarded Talmud Chacham, so then they should not elect and volunteer to say Krishma the night of their wedding. This concludes Perak Beis. Perak Gimel begins. The halacha is someone who, someone, a, one of the Shiva Krovim, their seven relatives pass away. So the time between the death and the burial, they are what is called in halachic terminology an oni, or Mishimesa Mutalafanov. And in that terminology, in that, in that time period, they do not keep the mitzvos assays. Now, what does that mean that they do not keep the mitzvos assays? So let's see what the Mishnah says. They do not. Potter mi Krishma, uminatvila, uminsfilin, and you can add brachos, etc. All the mitzvahs assays they are potter from. This does not mean they can do los assays. They cannot say, oh, my father died, I'm gonna eat a hamburger, I'm gonna eat a cheeseburger. It means the assays. They don't say Krishma, they don't say tf- they don't say tfila, they don't put on tfilin, they don't make brachos, etc. Now, what is exact what does it mean they're potter? So that's actually a machlokis Rashi and Tosfos. Rashi writes in Masechta's brachos on that Mishnah. This can be found. As we found in that Mishnah, Rashi says that they are They do not need to, to make the bracha, implying that if they want to, they could, kind of like our previous Mishnah, if they elect to, although they're putter, they could make the bracha. However, Tosvo says, no, it's not about tzorach, because what Rashi is getting to, what does he mean tzorach? Rashi is trying to say that l'chora, we're dealing with, with the same principle of osik b'mitzvah, putter min mitzvah, because you're going to be involved, burying that body, because you're involved in the mitzvah of burial, so you're putter from the Krishma of doing another mitzvah. However, if you choose to, if you elect to, if you're able to, so hey, go and say Krishma, go and daven, go put on tefillin. Tosfa disagrees. Tosfa says the operable principle here is not osik mitzvah putter in a mitzvah. It's not that, oh, because I should be burying someone, therefore I don't have time, and there, I am therefore exempt from Krishma or, or brachus. Rather, it's about kavod hames. It's about COVID that you have a body in front of you, one of your relatives passed away, and now you're distracting yourself and going and, and, and getting yourself involved in mitzvahs. Focus on the body. Focus on the loss. Focus on the mitzvah and, what, and process what you just lost. 
And the Nafkamina, obviously, what's going to emerge from that is, according to Rashi, one can certainly elect to make these brachos. According to Tosfos, one is not allowed to. But the other Nafkamina is going to be, what if you are not going to be involved in the burial? For instance, what if it's in a different country? For Rashi, Lechora, if it's all about Osik, the mitzvah, Potter, min, mitzvah, because I'm involved in burying the body, therefore I'm technically exempt, well, now I'm not involved, and therefore you should make the, you should make the brachos. Whereas Tosfos is saying, no, it's not about Osik, the mitzvah, Potter, min, mitzvah. Rather, it's about a kavod, that regardless of whether I'm involved in burying this body or I'm not involved in the burial, kavod hames, and therefore one should not. One should not make brachas, even if the mace is found in a different country or far away, or one is not involved in the mitzvah of burial. Who else is exempt? Who else is exempt from from uh, these mitzvos? Not just those who are owning, those who are technically one of the shiva krovim, the seven relatives, but also nose hamita, v'chalufehen, v'chalufehchalufehen. Those who are carrying the coffin and those who are going to switch out and carry for them, and those who are going to switch out for them, because multiple people needed to carry, all those are exempt. Now, there are two types of people. There are those who carried, who are in front, who are looking at the maze, who are actively involved, and those who are behind, who were involved, are no longer involved. So really what he's trying to say is, depending on who you are in the crowd and what you're doing, those that are going to be actively involved, those are needed. They're going to be, whatever it may be, actively involved with the burial. They are putter, they are exempt. Whereas those who are not needed, they're just there at the funeral to pay their respects, then they, those are chayev, they are chayev in Krishma. However, however you slice it, everyone else is putter from Tfila. Meaning, even those who may have been Chayev, those who were at the funeral but not actively involved in the mace, they're just there to pay respects, or they maybe helped out already and now they're no longer needed, although they are putter perhaps from Shema, which was a discussion, they're, certain, they're certainly, excuse me, although they may now be Chayev in Shema, because they're no longer needed, they are certainly putter from Shemona Esrei. And why are they putter from Shemona Esrei? So one can raise two reasons. Either because, either because Shemona Esrei, as we mentioned previously needs more extra kavana, and you're going to be distracted standing at a funeral. Or perhaps one can say, what is the difference between Shema and Shemona Esrei? Shema is the Oraisa. Shemona Esrei is only the Rabbanon. And therefore, for the Oraisa, those who are no longer actively involved, they should certainly fulfill that. But because they're still standing at the funeral, they, are there, they, they may be exempt, or they are exempt from Shemona Esrei. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos.